Excuse me, am I recording? Hey guys, this is Mike with Sharing in the Disruption Podcast. We are here discussing innovation and technology and how to invest in it and make lots of money. So listen up and let's get this started. Folks, here I sit, and I'm making a surprise podcast. Uh, I intended my next one to be released, to be the one on my predictions. Oh, but I could not have predicted this start to this year, and all the craziness we've already experienced. So, I mean, this is not a political podcast, so we've, we've obviously had some sad events unfold. Um. But I had a brainstorm in the car today, and I really wanted to do something optimistic, and just and I wanted to talk about uh, something with one of my favorite companies. You guys are probably sick of hearing about, or maybe not. If you're like me, uh, Tesla, and we just need. I I love Tesla because I feel like it's one of the few companies that isn't really. I mean, not one of the few, but it's a company out there that is not. There's companies that make tons of money off of exploitation, sort of, uh, maybe like leveraging labor. And I almost consider Uber and DoorDash and some of those companies to be on the board of exploitative or inching out profits. Um, I mean, to extent Amazon does that, uh, you know, they're trying to do as much as they can to make the profits. And some, a lot of these, I mean, some of these companies, I mean, you got to make profits. It's good. Good to make profits. Uh, but some of these companies really are uh, more just wringing the system out uh, instead of innovating to make as much profit as possible. And then there's companies like Shopify and Tesla and I think like a Roku, Spotify, Spotify to a degree. Um, that I really think are some of my favorite companies because they really seem like they're providing a big service and innovation. And Tesla obviously is is crazy high now. Uh, Priced, I've I've done very well. It's one of my biggest positions, and I still refuse to sell it, no matter what, because of my long term thesis on the company. And I'm not really going to talk about their financials as much today, as I am something I was. Uh, really thinking about and I started connecting some dots and I like when when I hear Tesla compared to automotive companies I've talked about this before it doesn't make sense to me because people have been like oh your PE ratio is way higher than like you know these companies or your your Tesla they'll ask Elon like you're worth more than Toyota and they make way more cars and all this kind of stuff a lot of these car companies, you know, have a system where they're tied to the dealers and they have all these different suppliers. And I, if you want a good comparison for Tesla, I would actually compare it with Apple. They offer a premium product. They have one of the best brands in the world 
as does Apple. Um, people expect something out of Tesla that they don't expect out of a lot of other brands. Um, and they're vertically, vertically integrating. And, you know, it's tempting when you see these huge numbers next to Tesla's stock price to be like, oh, well, there's all these new EV companies coming out. Or there's General Motors, who's like got a way lower PE ratio. Um, they're coming out with the electric Hummer or something. Um, or Ford's doing something, or all these car companies are doing some sort of electric thing. Amazon's doing something. Uh, I mean, I can't even name all the electric car specs. Canoe, and they've got all these cute names, and I won't even mention, um, I don't even want to mention Nikola, or some of the stuff that was this hype that already didn't play out. And I really don't have much faith in any of these companies. The the traditional companies are tied to the existing system. They really, they, they, their bread and butter has been ICE vehicles. So they actually have a financial disincentive. They lose money on electric cars to not move towards electric cars. And they're cannibalizing their sales of their other cars by doing this. Um, and they just really don't have the infrastructure built out. Then you've got these new guys that really have to raise massive amounts of capital to finance factories. And I'm sure there's a place for them. You know, there's like niche products I kind of like called like Arkimoto. They do like little single person uh, electric cars. There's, um, there's electric scooters, there's electric boat companies, there's all this stuff. And I'm not saying they're gonna not succeed at all, but if you're really trying to pick a winner, Look at what's already winning. And Apple's made an announcement that they're getting into the electric car space, which I do think is interesting. <laughs> but it's not going to be for years. Years. And they're not going to be... They're going to be very far behind. So the number one leader to me, obviously, is Tesla. I think the biggest threat to them could be somebody like an Apple eventually but i don't think they'll be a big threat i mean i think apple car maybe carve its carve its own path and do do something i mean that really benefits off their brand recognition uh so i mean i think that could be mildly successful we'll see uh they certainly have enough money to throw at it i think apple's bad about getting into something like if apple actually threw its full might into it I think they could be somewhat successful, but if they treat it like the HomePod, which is their smart speaker failure, they treat it like Siri, which I think is in superior, in, uh, inferior to the Alexas and the Googles, uh, smart speakers or smart uh, AI voice assistant, then they're in some trouble. And I really think Google shouldn't focus their attention. I mean, I, I think Apple should not focus their attention on car. I think it's out of their wheel wheelhouse, no pun intended. Uh, and it's weird that they're talking about partnering with Hyundai. Like they they usually vertically integrate. I think Apple could have a better space as just being the software provider. Or maybe that's just what they're doing. Maybe they're gonna become the exclusive software provider. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. So. I wouldn't actually put that as a huge, um, I don't think they'll uh, threaten Tesla at all. 
Tesla does not have a capital problem anymore. Uh, I've heard rumors about a company, Dyson, that makes vacuums and has a lot of electric motors, uh, like trying to compete in that space, and that would be interesting. Maybe Amazon or Google, I don't know. That like Amazon probably has a better chance of partnering with someone and being a bigger competitor um, to Tesla than than Google. I don't know. Google has a whole history of failed projects. So I think Google probably just licensed some of their software and stuff out to all the cars. So Tesla, they're going to be the big company EVs. There will be lots of people trying. There's blood in the water, and everybody's trying to go after that space now. So if you're like me, you believe Tesla's going to be the winner, and that's who I'm all in on. And I have a little bit of Neo as well because they have an interesting business model. And, um, like, you know, if Tesla struggles to get market share in, in China at all, I think Neo could be one of the big, and that's a big market. And I don't think Neo will be super competitive over here. Uh, so then we get into the vertical integration. And what I think is going to be the big problem for most of these companies, and also why I think Tesla is majorly going to be the winner, is the limited resources. And when all these cars, we, we literally have less than like 1% of electric cars on the road. And say tomorrow we could have the whole worldwide fleet on electric cars, we would have a massive problem on our hands. There are components that go into the batteries. Most people are familiar with lithium. Then you've got uh, cobalt in some batteries, uh, nickel, uh, cadmium, I think cadmiums, uh, and manganese. There's these different like things that are used for anodes and cathodes and batteries. And I mean, I know enough to be dangerous about, but I, I more just research the the rare, like the the components that are going to come into limited supply. Lithium, there's a decent amount of, and it's more the the nickel, cobalt, cadmium, and a lot of the stuff is in there's there's my, big mines in like uh, Brazil, Chile, uh, very volatile countries. And right now, I was listening to something today. It was I don't remember which element it was. Maybe it was um. Uh, it was one of those those rare earth elements that they were saying Cuba has 10 times the amount that the United States has. One of the problems is the United States hasn't actually been mapped as well as some of these other areas. Like Canada is known to have a lot more resources than us, but we don't know because we haven't really, uh, we don't have up-to-date geological information. We have a lot of resources out West and they're starting to discover more and more. Uh, but that is going to really be the big crunch point. There's like, I think a country in Africa that produces, maybe it's Con the Congo produces like the, the majority of, uh, of one of the elements. Uh, and there's been a lot of pressure put on Apple and Tesla because there's like child labor used out there and, you know, with ESG, which is people want to do ethical investing or sustainability investing, uh, you know, people really don't like that. And 
Elon's like promised that he's going to you know quit using that. At the battery, uh, the battery announcement day that he did, Battery Investor Day, he made a big announcement that he was moving off of. He was trying to move the batteries, I think, off of Cobalt, um, and going more towards nickel and manganese, and all these things have their own problems. And but he's trying to move off of certain elements. And more onto others, and instead of having like, like you've got Tesla does stuff for storage, energy storage on solar farms. They do stuff for home storage with their power wall. They do stuff for cars. And so what he's proposing is, and what they're doing is making different batteries for each application because like the batteries. That a run in a car need to be very lightweight and they need to be you know energy dense and so you want to be you want a car off a battery optimized for the car and weight is a big issue but when you have storage at a solar farm the weight is not an issue so you can you can use different elements uh depending on the application to lessen up the constriction of those materials to you know, not have extra things in the battery. Like say, say, uh, whatever's used an electric car battery is more expensive. You don't want to use that on a solar farm if you don't need to do that to optimize for weight. So you really want to optimize all these batteries for their individual applications. And so that's what I think they're doing. They made a tabless battery uh, to increase efficiencies and things like that. But um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of really cool stuff they're doing. The big pinch point is going to be the resources. And Elon even said, I, I was thinking a while back, I was like, is Tesla going, because it just made sense in my head. They're trying, they're working with Panasonic. But they're also like Panasonic was helping them get batteries and then they would make the packs. They would manufacture the battery packs. And then Tesla now is making their own batteries. They still get them from CATL and Panasonic and LG because Tesla cannot produce enough batteries for its cars by itself. It needs to have like, and like people are like, oh yeah, they're going to cut out Panasonic. No, they're like buying batteries from everyone and making it because the amount of batteries they need is insane if they're going to reach their targets uh, of how many kilowatts they want to produce for these cars and for the storage. And so the biggest thing is they're going to have to mine a S ton of materials and get lots and lots of batteries to pretty much get the fleets up to being able to take over for ice vehicles. And then all this energy storage for solar farms and things like that, because you have to have that because, you know, you can't do them at night. Uh, and you want to balance out the loads so there's not blackouts. Uh, but it's unlike gas and, uh, and coal and all that, unless you're going to have a hybrid system. Um, yeah, you really have to have massive amounts of batteries for that. So really what he outlined is that there has to be two strategies, though. We can't just, like, mine these things forever because there's going to be a ton of waste from these batteries. Uh, and it's not sustainable to just keep mining stuff for batteries forever, be on electric cars. And what's the point of moving to this if it creates another problem, just like the oil crisis? Uh, so recycling... They can recycle like 90% of 
of batteries. And so really, once we get all these batteries in the circulation, they really have to have good things in place to be able to recycle all these batteries, to give incentive to bring them back and, and dispose of them properly so they don't create a terrible situation. Um, and so that they don't have to be mining all the time to get the materials. So really it's like a, a big upfront input and then hopefully we keep most of these in circulation uh, as far as recycling goes. So it made sense to me that Tesla would go into recycle, I mean, um, into both recycling and mining. And it, I actually felt vindicated when Elon announced at the battery show that they were acquiring, I mean, while they're working with mines, they've made partnerships with Livent and uh, Piedmont Lithium and some other companies uh, because they really need all they can get. But they, they, Tesla cannot mine enough stuff for their cars by themselves. But in addition, they are starting, they've gotten the rights to some land in Nevada, I believe, to start extracting lithium using an experimental method of uh, like sifting through sand, essentially, to get the lithium out of it. And that's very interesting. That's not really what I'm talking about now, because I think I mentioned that before, is um, the mining and my prediction of that, um, which is accurate, just saying. Um, so this is the big thing I started putting together. I think Elon's joke, maybe joked or actually talked realistically. He doesn't joke very much, probably more realistically uh, about mining in space. Um, and how that would actually make gold worthless at some point. And Elon has a couple of ventures going on. He's got SpaceX, Starlink, which is kind of our SpaceX. Then the Boring Company, where he's digging tunnels. He's being commissioned to dig tunnels uh, under LA, Chicago. He's picking different cities under DC. I think it's going to be DC and New York, Boston. In Pennsylvania connecting all these corridors to create hyperloops and then he's got uh what is that the the brain probe <laughs> I forgot what that company is called Neuralink uh so every one of those companies with the exception of Starlink and Neuralink to me has the potential to feed into Tesla's supply and the vertical integration of Tesla. And I've really haven't considered that before because they're separate companies, but would it not make a lot of sense for the boring company where they're creating innovative drilling techniques for tunnels right now for cars to go under so he's essentially vertically integrating into making his own roads, which has really not been done before. Other car companies relied on tax revenue and the government to make the roads for their cars. And Elon is literally building his own roads, which is pretty insane. Uh, no other company's really done that. He's investing in mining lithium. That's like car companies investing in the drilling of oil. It's really an unprecedented vertical integration. 
and Apple does a lot of that. That's why I compare them a lot. I mean, Apple controls like the hardware and the software and all that stuff. But forget Apple. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, so they're creating this really unique drilling rig, which actually makes it way better for drilling because you don't. Uh, they're I think they're working on like ways to cool the bit, and it can drill a lot faster than most could have, and it's builds the tunnels as it goes it's sitting there drilling and it's reinforcing the tunnel as it goes so it's it's a much faster drilling technique and one of the problems with a lot of uh other area like uh drilling techniques is using combustion uh drilling because as as you probably know if you're underground you're creating if you're out in the atmosphere you know that stuff goes up in the atmosphere which not great to breathe, but you're not going to suffocate. But combustion steals all the oxygen underground and can have all these hazards. And, you know, you've got to, like, supply oxygen or pump and pump that combustion gas out. Uh, so creates a hazardous environment underground where, you know, it's confined, confined space. And so in an all-electric drill, uh, that's a huge asset. This, like, there's many things about the, this drilling technique that, A, Tesla could use. If they're sitting there mining lithium, they're learning a lot about mining. You know, he's, he said Tesla is a hardcore engineering company, not a car company. That's why I think it's worth so much. And they're solving some of the world's biggest problems. And I'm sure he could bring a lot of geologists on and, like, really, like, they're going to learn a lot as they're building these tunnels about drilling techniques and all this kind of stuff. And I think they've made the diameter smaller that they can drill than most companies could. So there's a lot of stuff they're learning, improving, and getting good on. And I don't know why they can't take that technology and apply it to drilling for ore, mineral ore, and in a very... Uh, uninvasive way and apply that technology to finding uh, resources and maybe mapping out where a lot of this stuff is that we don't even know. So I think the potential for them to use the boring company to mine their resources is huge. So that would be like direct vertical integration. They're literally mining their own resources and they could actually uh, make more money and sell that equipment to mining companies to speed up the mining that helps Tesla because they get more stuff and they make a lot of profit off of uh, manufacturing the equipment for those companies. So I just think there's huge potential. I haven't heard anyone talk about this. Uh, I Googled it and I found like one article or one. I think it was just a forum. Somebody talking about it. So if, if you guys have heard more about this, I would love to hear it. But that was just something that popped into my head. And then you've got SpaceX. And, you know, Elon's saying he's going to Mars to colonize. But he might have some other things in his... Uh, I mean, I don't think he'd mind Mars anytime soon. Because, I mean, it's expensive. It's expensive as hell to get people there. Um, I mean, to get things there. And we haven't even got people there yet. But maybe the moon... I mean, I don't know how much, I don't know what kind of resources are on the moon. Uh, asteroids? 
So, I mean, there's all kinds of potential. I mean, that's way more far-fetched, in my opinion, than the the correlation with Tesla and the boring company. That seems like a natural fit, to be honest. As soon as you, like, have the thought, could they go into mining? It's like, well, duh. They, like, literally have essentially a drilling capabilities now. So, I mean, he owns both companies. He can just... uh contract his own company to to work for him spacex is maybe a much further off ambition to somehow provide usefulness to tesla i'm waiting for him to get into recycling i mean uh one of the co the co-founder of of tesla jb straubel went off and developed a company called redwood materials i don't think he must not be on like good terms with Elon because I haven't heard or in like really good terms with Elon because I haven't heard anything about him, Elon and him being involved together on that. Uh, I think like Bill Gates is involved and some people are not too friendly with Elon. So, you know, if that's not the case, if there's not like some kind of synergy between them to where they can work together, then I could easily see Elon doing his own thing. Um, I can't imagine you know, Elon's whole business model is on sustainability. And I mean, whether it's life on Mars, I mean, living on Mars to sustain human race, whether it's sustainable energy, whether it's sustaining us, even as AI takes over through Neuralink, um, you name it. Uh, I can't imagine that Elon isn't putting a lot of effort into, I think the the recycling is a little further off. I don't know when these cars, their batteries really start turning over, but Elon has to know that there's a big problem once all these batteries start going dead in these cars over the years. And we have to recycle these things. And as we get better and better batteries, hopefully they'll last longer and longer, but we, we got to recycle these things and put them back into circulation and use as much as possible of them. Um, or else, to me, it's not the best renewable energy. Um, batteries are just a storage device. And I hope, you know, someday we can hybridize between batteries and hydrogen and all these things. Um, there's a lot of haters on the concept of using batteries, and they usually cite that the batteries are not, you know, that there's all this fossil fuels used in the mining of them. But if it's a one-time thing, if we're really mining it, like say one time, we can keep these batteries in circulation through recycling, then we've really like kind of shut out that argument. So I think that's what has to happen. We, it is not sustainable to just keep mining them indefinitely uh, for every single new battery and throwing the batteries in a landfill. And humanity needs to progress in battery technology and recycling. I think those are two big key things in the next decade that will be worked on. Electronics recycling being very good because there's a lot of very expensive metals and I think people will make a lot of money finding better ways to recycle these things. You've got gold, platinum, silver, uh, and all the elements that are in the battery that really need to be put back into circulation or else we're gonna end up having to mine landfills in the future. So. That was my thoughts, guys, and you know I, th I hope that was really interesting for you. Uh, Want to know your thoughts? Let me know, 
And yeah, hope you guys have a good one and stay safe. You know, be thinking about our country right now and uh, let's let's just uh, be optimistic and we'll get through everything and innovation and technology can be utilized for good and that's what we're investing in and every time i put money into the stock market i want to put things into something that makes the world a better place and talking about these things really in my head keeps me focused on what's really important and uh let's do that together thanks guys bye